Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hunt Wednesday, January 12th edition of the program. The Buck Sexton Show, that is. Thank you so much for being here. We have a lot to discuss today. we got Biden talking about the insurrection and voting rights and destroying the system in order to save the system. I'll explain what I mean by all that. Plus, Rand Paul versus Fauci, some fun stuff from yesterday. And we have so much more coming your way. But the big thing here is just this Democrat regime is in disarray. And so they're going to get more and more desperate, pathetic and vicious in the arguments they make in the case that they present to the American people that effectively would allow them to win elections that they should clearly lose. Right. No objective person would see what's gone on in the last 12 months and say, yeah, Joe Biden's doing a great job. He's doing a horrible job. The guy's a joke, a clown. We all know it, but they don't care. The Democrat regime just wants to be in power. It doesn't matter how much you suffer. It doesn't matter how many failures there are in that process. They should be in power because they are the people destined for power, you see. This is the way it must be in their minds. They're crazy, but they're also cagey. They've got plans. What are the plans? What are they trying to do with this voting rights push, the possible breakage of the filibuster? Oh, my friends, we are going to educate each other on this one in just a moment. We're going to go deep diving and freestyling. You know, my pillow is amazing. I got my pillows on my bed. I've actually got the whole my pillow sleep system on the way to uh, what's actually my brother's place in Florida because I'm going to be crashing in his spare bedroom at Fairmount because I want to experience some freedom. So I've known Mike Lindell for years. These products are just phenomenal. There's a reason this is such a huge and successful company. My pillow products are a game changer for your sleep, for your day-to-day comfort. And I'm, I'm so excited to try the mattress for the first time. I'm going to be sleeping on it. But I've got the Giza Dream sheets, my pillows, my slippers. Get yourself a pair of these my slippers. Get yourself a pair of Giza Dream sheets. For a limited time, Giza Dream sheets are buy one, get one free. Okay, you're getting two pairs of sheets for the price of one. Use promo code BUCK. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com, pick out the Giza Dream sheets you want, ultra soft and breathable, and use promo code BUCK. you got to go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, buy one, get one free, promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. Make sure you use that promo code so I know you're part of Team BUCK and we get credit for it. Thank you. All right. Biden gave a speech yesterday. He was getting real squinty. His eyes were getting real beady. He was yelling at people for no apparent reason. That's what he does. If he yells, the words sound smart. It's impactful, powerful even. This is this guy's last trick, last way to go. It was appalling, but let's get into it. Joe Biden saying all kinds of stuff about voting rights, the filibuster, time to break it, yada, yada. The goal of the former president's allies is to disenfranchise anyone who votes against them. Simple as that. The facts won't matter. Your vote won't matter. They'll just decide what they want and then do it. That's the kind of power you see in totalitarian states, not in democracies. We must be vigilant. And the world is watching. World watching. First of all, I don't give a crap what the world is doing. Let's start with that. All right. This is always a funny thing. Democrats by the world. They mean Canada and a handful of increasingly decrepit socialist 
ultra secularist Western European countries. That's what they mean by the world. I assure you, nobody right now in Laos or, you know, Botswana or Bolivia is sitting around saying, oh, look at the voting rights issues in, in, New, in New York and D.C. No one cares and what the media is talking about. So that's for starters. But also, I think it's funny that Joe Biden, in terms of the impact of his words, you could just substitute any number of things. You know, he's like, they want to keep winning elections. They shouldn't win. He could be out there saying, I don't have my pants on. I can't find my keys. Can't find my keys. And it did have this. It doesn't. They'd also. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Joe Biden, the Democrats would just clap for it, nod their heads. Emperor's got no clothes, folks. I mean, Joe Biden is the emperor. He's walking around saying, I'm in charge. I'm the emperor. I got no pants on, though. I got no keys. But I'm going to stare at you with these beady eyes. Poke you in the chest. Maybe sniff the top of your head like a weirdo. You're going to listen. You're going to listen. That, that's pretty much the pitch. I mean, that's what you got here. All right, now let me break down for you what's really going on. You want to know what's going on in this fight over voting rights? Here is the reality. Quick overview of this. Democrats changed important election laws using COVID as a pretext to do it. So they took the emergency moment of COVID, of course, overhyped the whole thing and made everyone more terrified than they should have been. And then they used it to make sure that they could extend voting hours. They could have mail-in voting in places that hadn't had it. I mean, here's what they want. They want to make it so that it's effectively impossible to know if votes coming in are legit or not. They want to pull all the, all the guardrails off because Democrats just assume more cheating means more Democrats winning. That's what their assumption is all the time. And if you say that's unfair, their assumption is that every voting rights I'm sorry, every voting law, rather, voter integrity protection we put into place is racist. It's all racist. ID is racist. Somehow ID with a vaccine card in Democrat enclaves like Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, that's not racist. But ID to vote is racist. Hmm. So you can be barred from public accommodations unless you have an ID now. But you're voting. Okay, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? So here's what they've done. They realized that they would not have won the 2020 election against Joe Biden. And uh, please, I beg you, for everyone who writes me, Buck, they didn't really win. He's the president. And we can talk about that. But I mean, the guy is the president, right? So I, 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 you know, yes, I think they're scummy and they cheat and they lie. But I got to work with the world the way that it is. Right. So I'm trying to help us win the next election. And that doesn't mean forgetting about what they did in the last election. But it just means. What am I going to say? Joe Biden's not the president, right? Then then I'm like one of them. Then I'm a leftist who lives in an alternate reality. Unfortunately, the guy is the president. The guy did win the election. Not fair and square, but he won, right? We can all agree he won. He is the president. I know we got to get our minds wrapped around that still because it's a shame for the country. But that is what happened. He he is the president. Okay, so just just in a second, because I always get all these emails about this. Buck, don't say that. No, guys, we are we are team reality here. We are team reality. Reality isn't always fun. It's not always fair. You know that. That's usually not fair. We are team reality here on the Buck Sexton Show. So here, here's what happened. They, they changed these laws, and, and that helped them a lot. So now they want to find a pretext to change all the laws. So what they're doing is saying that the insurrection, the insurrection of January 6th justifies unprecedented federal intrusion into the 
usually controlled because of our federalist system by the state's voting process. So they want to get rid of all that. What do they want? They want ballot harvesting, mail-in balloting, and uh, no purging of the rolls of of dead voters or voters who have moved to other places. One of the issues in Georgia, you know, we had Biden yesterday in Georgia. Of course, Stacey Abrams stayed away because I think she knows Biden's brand is toxic. You had Biden and Harris in Georgia yesterday. In the 2020 election, there were people who voted in the wrong county in Georgia. Now, people might say, oh, we should count those votes anyway. Problem with that is it's illegal. You actually have to vote in the county where you reside. You're not allowed to go into another county. So if you move, you don't vote in your prior county. And in fact, your vote does not get counted if you do that. Now, that's not necessarily an uh, intentional fraud, but it still votes that shouldn't be counted. So are we even allowed to talk about things like that? No, of course not. That's it's all. Everything is racist when it comes to voting unless Democrats win. Then it's still racist, but at least the country is a little less racist. That's the formulation they use. So here's what they're talking about. The Freedom to Vote Act is what they want. This is what Joe Biden's pushing for now. And he has explicitly endorsed the usage of a filibuster rule break, i.e. breaking the filibuster in the Senate just this once, just this once. So that they can get what they want on this issue. Why? Why would they do it for this? Now, they're not going to because I don't think Cinema and Manchin in the Senate are going to go along with this. They've pretty much made it clear they won't. But why are they even making this? moral appeal or immoral appeal, as the case may be, because they know that if they get these vote changes at the federal level, they're in a much better place to win through both illegitimate and fraudulent votes in a whole bunch of close states. Remember, you change tens of thousands of votes nationwide in Arizona, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, and you got a different election outcome. So while you have you know, over a, over 150 million votes cast or whatever the total was, something like that, uh, across the country at election year. Guess what? Uh, it's a tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of the votes that determine a close election like the one we just had. They know that. So this is about power. This is about the Democrats getting to be in charge or not. So they'll do anything. They'll say anything. So what they want is the Freedom to Vote Act or the For the People Act, two variations of essentially the same the same bill, which federalizes state election laws and procedures. And so this just tramples on states' abilities to set their own voting procedures. Where should the polling places be? What voting hours should we have? What are the laws about voting in this state? That's the way the system has been. They want to get rid of this. And they're upset because of the elimination of Section 4 of the Voting Rights Act, um, I'm sorry, Section 5 of the Voting Rights Act uh, that essentially, well, they struck down a part of it. And it had to do with the preclearance formula, preclearance formula, meaning that states wouldn't be able to make basic changes without the federal government saying you can do that to their election procedures based on racism that apparently occurred back in the 1960s and 70s. Well, a lot's changed in 50 years. So why are states being penalized for what was done 50 years ago? That's why they got rid of this preclearance provision. Now, the Democrats hate that because they want D.C. and the federal control to be in place to make sure that in a state like Georgia, in a state like you know any, any place covered on the preclearance, I think even some, some parts of New York uh, for because of previous discrimination were actually covered under this. It was, it was an amazing patchwork of different places. 
Um, but basically, they couldn't make any changes about the federal government saying, OK, so that the Supreme Court in Shelby v. Holder struck down that preclearance provision. And now the libs, of course, are very upset about it. Um, and then in 2021, there was the Brnovich versus Brnovich, the AG of Arizona versus DNC. And that got rid of uh, essentially the disparate impact uh, approach to voting rights laws. So if, if you have a law like ID that has a disparate impact on a minority community, that's not enough to say that it's racist, because if, I, if everyone needs ID, that is a universally applicable law and it's a good one for voter integrity. So even if one group is disproportionately impacted by it, it doesn't mean it is racist is essentially what the outcome of Brnovich v. DNC. So what they want is for the federal government uh, to have control over states voting procedures. And they want to bully those states into making sure that they allow whatever open door voting policies, wide open policies possible without any any inclination whatsoever toward voter integrity protection measures. Uh, They don't want any of that. Voter ID, not allowed. Ballot harvesting, allowed. Mail-in balloting, allowed. You know, signature match, not allowed. It's very clear, right? They they want to be able to deploy their army of community organizers to go to nursing homes and other places and just take all the ballots. Do you think they're telling them in the nursing home, maybe, hey, make sure you fill that out the right way. There you, there you go. Let me help you. Let me help you. You might get 50, 100 votes that way, right? Just put them in a bag, drop them off. If it's legal, it's legal. But do we know, is, is there any protection for those ballots in the process never mind maybe they just grab all these ballots if you can get if you can get live ballots that are mailed out to people in a mail-in election and you can collect a hundred of them and all you have to do is fill them out and there's no signature match there's no id there's nothing think of how easy that is to cheat and they always say oh no one cheats that's a lie that's a lie people cheat people go to prison for it democrats cheat all the time which is why they hate any any measure to prevent them from cheating what happened when fauci threw down with Rand paul yesterday oh little fauci was like excuse me rand you're being rough with me in public and i am like a demigod not quite a god but when someone asks you if you're a god you say yes and i am the fauci anyway we'll get into that in a second Inflation's not going away, folks. You know it, I know it. And with the rapid rise in home costs, fuel bills, everyday groceries, you got to start protecting your wealth for the long term. One of the best ways to do it is with gold. I'm talking about actual, real, physical gold. You purchase it as part of your savings plan or part of your IRA, or you can do both. Gold has been proven throughout history to be a consistent and stable investment. Nowadays, you can purchase real gold and have it delivered right to your home. Do it with my partners at the Oxford Gold Group. They have precious metals that can be delivered right to your home. I've worked with Oxford. I've had them deliver gold to my home. I've purchased gold from them. So easy, and it's great. I actually just checked out my gold storage today, to be honest with you. They'll explain everything to you. It's easy. You can have real gold delivered to your home or have it as part of your IRA. It is just a phone call away. Call them at 833-404-GOLD and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. That's the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-G-O-L-D. Fauci versus Rand Paul. This is an important point because um, 
Fauci just becomes a vicious little bureaucratic infighter. He doesn't answer any of the arguments. He doesn't have to because the media won't make him. But here he is with Rand Paul describing, well, rather, here's Rand Paul describing how Fauci's the worst. I don't wish any violence on on Fauci. I do wish he'd be fired, though, because I think trusting the Chinese is wrong. I think funding that lab in China is wrong. I think ignoring natural immunity is wrong. But I don't wish him any harm. But one thing's for sure, none of us at the ball field, not one Republican blamed Bernie Sanders for that shooting. So he's blaming me for a death threat. But when we were shot at by a Bernie Sanders supporter, not one Republican stood up and said, oh, this is Bernie Sanders' fault. Fault. We, we were not juvenile enough to do that. But he came to the hearing today and accused me of somehow inciting some loony turns person. Does he not realize I have people arrested once every month or two who <laughs> threatened to attack me, plus I have been attacked, and he's going to come and blame his attacks on me? It wasn't fair. It was a cheap shot. But it was a cheap shot by a politician, not a scientist. Absolutely correct. Little Fouch is a politician, not a scientist. It's gross. It's gross what this guy says to the Senate. And everybody should see through it right away. But he's a little megalomaniac. Guys, this is it. This is, this is his whole thing. This is guy's reason for existence right now. He wants to ride this thing through, and he wants to make sure that he's written about in the history books as the great hero of the pandemic, even though he's actually the villain. He is the bad guy. And he knows that that's still TBD. Which one is he? How is he written of? So he wants to ride this out till the end. He has to wait till we've had so much infection, basically, and so much natural immunity built up that then they'll say, oh, look at our great policies with the masks and the shots. We won. It's probably about 18 months out still, but that's what he's waiting. He's going to stay in there all the way. So then he can be a part of the writing of history, he can be part of the left-wing authoritarian apparatus that writes the history of the pandemic. When, as I've said, he is the bad guy. Oh, he, he, here's Fauci slamming Rand Paul. Let's let the evil Smurf have his say for a moment. Even the Republican senators were, were asking good, tough questions. And, and we should be having to respond to tough questions. Um, and yet the only thing that came out of Senator Rand Paul and to some extent, Senator Roger Marshall we're at hominems, which does nothing but distract from what we really need to be doing. We, we have a pandemic that everyone knows right now is like a tsunami on us. We're going to have close to a million people a day getting infected. And we have close to a million people who are going to die, 850,000 people dying. And instead of using it in a constructive manner, they're distracting it with things that are, are patently untrue. Notice how, once again, Fauci is the victim. Meanwhile, Fauci goes up. He says it's a distraction, the personal attacks. No, actually, he makes it about how he's under so much threat. Oh, it's so scary to be me. I don't even want to be in the public eye, but I have to be on TV every 30 seconds or else I'll shrivel up like a slug that you've poured salt on. Every five minutes, I've got to be on the TV for your health. And your safety. He says all this stuff. And you're like, wait a second. You're the one who won't answer questions and does the whole, oh, woe is me. I'm under so much threat thing to Rand Paul, who had a Bernie Sanders voting lunatic shooting at him with an AR-15 a few years ago and was almost beaten to death on his front lawn by some lunatic Democrat and gets death threats all the time. But, yeah, lecture Rand Paul about how I know how rough stuff is out there. 
Fauci is the absolute worst, guys. He's the he represents what happens when you've been just a a decrepit, insulated part of the massive, unaccountable bureaucracy. You know, a Soviet style bureaucracy that just just consumes from the public trough, just takes and takes and is slothful and worthless and is vicious when you point it out. You better not tell the little commissars that they're fat and happy while the peasants are starving or else you're going to end up in the gulag. That's where Fauci comes from, in case you're wondering. Cyber thieves are cleverer than ever before. One of their newest tricks, sending you text messages that let you know your phone has been corrupted by bad emails. The only way to fix your phone is to click on the link that they've texted you. Once you've done that, you've deposited malware on your phone that can track all of your purchase activity, emails, and more. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our information at risk online one way or another. Good thing there's LifeLock. Their online systems monitor transactions into the billions each week, looking for evidence that your information is being used illegally. If you're a LifeLock member, they're in touch with you. If you discover you're a victim of online identity theft with LifeLock's help, you have access to a dedicated restoration specialist. But you have to be set up with LifeLock first. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save 25% off your first year by using promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use promo code BUCK. That's promo code BUCK for 25% off. Go to lifelock.com. Promo code BUCK, 25% off. I have LifeLock. I've gotten emails notifying me that shady stuff's going on with my name, my credit. It's great. This is like a must-have. Go get yourself hooked up with Life. I've had it for years. That's going to be the show for today, team. I mean, I, I had a lot to talk to you about, but uh, we'll get to more tomorrow. Was there, I think there was something I threw in the mix and didn't get to. That often happens, but, you know, I always try to think of it the next day. You know, crazy libs running around, lighting the country on fire, kicking at the load-bearing walls of our civilization, but we're going to keep holding it up because maybe Atlas shrugged, but the Buckster does not. Back with you tomorrow, Shields High.